We'll get into the Badgers. How about last night? Just to the, the, the point of the bizarreness of Big Ten basketball. Michigan State, granted it's a road game, but you're playing Indiana. Indiana beats Sparty uh, in Bloomington. So there's more chaos at the top. And then Ohio State, is this the greatest collapse in the history of sport? That's, that's insane. They were, uh, at one point, the second-ranked team in the country. They were 9-0. and They beat Villanova, North Carolina, and West Virginia, or excuse me, Kentucky, to start the season. <laughs> How about that start? They were 9-0 and ranked second. They have now lost 6 of 7. Wow. They lose again last night at home to Minnesota. The wow. Bi- could you say Bucky broke up? Remember in 2017 when Bucky was breaking football teams left and right? Did Bucky break Man. him now, Miller? And they, um, the Ohio State's been rattled and hasn't been able to recover since. That just goes to how crazy the Big Ten is. Yeah, Ohio State was like second in the nation, right? Yep. Second. Well, this is that. I mean, who who would name a better preseason resume then, than that? Villanova, Kentucky, North Carolina. And then, dude, yesterday, too, Indiana took down 11th ranked Michigan State, 67 to 63. And in, I mean, Indiana's not ranked. They're a good team, though, but they're taking down Michigan State. And that just goes back to just the madness of the Big Ten. Well, didn't uh, one of Ohio State's better players get hurt he right did. before the Badgers? And I want to say maybe another player got. Either suspended or hurt too. I so mean, I mean that, that could be a, because yeah, of their nose dives. And same thing with Michigan. You know, yeah. I think they were ranked in the top five. I think they got as high as like three or four. They lost to Penn State two uh, nights and they, ago. They've lost three in a row. Uh, Ohio State's lost six of seven. Michigan State, who was preseason ranked number one, is now tied with Illinois. And Rutgers is a half game out of first place in the Big Ten. But the best news for Wisconsin, they win tonight. They are uh, all alone in second. Yeah. The big, so <laughs> Rutgers a you half lose a or game. win, you move crazy. Rutgers a half a game out of first place. Didn't they just lose? Uh, yeah, they're, but they've got uh, it's yeah, Michigan State and Illinois. Or, it, think about that. Michigan State, Illinois, then Iowa and Rutgers, then Maryland, Wisconsin, and now Indiana. It's like the Big Ten is chaos. But Nelson, for you, do you do you think like Purdue three and five in the conference? They are eight and two at home. But they just blew a 20-point halftime lead to Illinois. I know Illinois beat Wisconsin, but I would say Illinois and the Badgers are like teams, similar teams. Um, can can Mount Notice be uh, amended tonight, i.e., can Wisconsin beat Purdue? Well, I think you just said it. At any given night in the Big Ten, any team can win. So, yeah, they have a shot tonight. <laughs> I'd like to see what that line looks like, though. Four. Yes, four. Is it four? Yeah. Purdue by four. Um but that's what they've all been. I mean, that's what, like, you know, every single game for Wisconsin, I feel like home or away, you're either a four-point favorite or a four-point underdog. See, I could see Wisconsin going three. In. So, to get off Mount Notice, Greg Gard just has to win one out of the next three games. They play at Purdue, at Iowa, and Michigan State at home. Oof. I could see them going 0-3 very easily. Yeah. I could see them going 3-0. and Yeah, that's the, that's the thing know, that's about the, this. The madness of it all. It's... Um, um, that's crazy. I like the wild ride, though. Don't you like it? Do you like the? I like the drama of it. I enjoyed the 2014-15 season a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd take uh, Frank Kaminsky, Sam Decker. Well, yeah, you know, but you gotta and... like dive into the season and just get lost in the madness that is, you know, Big Ten. It's crazy. All right. Well, that's a good question. Uh, would you rather have a set Big Ten? Maybe put that as a poll. Would you rather have a Big Ten where 
it's clearly defined. There's one or two great teams and then everyone else trying to catch them or this Big Ten where it's chaos. It is Dr. Malcolm. The drop of water rolls off the left side of your hand, uh, but then you do another drop of water and it rolls off the right side of your hand. It's chaos theory. Like the Big Ten is literally this 2020 Big Ten basketball is Dr. Malcolm's chaos theory. All right, so would you rather have Big Ten basketball have clear-cut favorites? Or, or do the Wild like, West, like just, just the craziness just that is this craziness. season. Yeah. Because I, I, I like the idea, what you're saying, Ebo, of, hey, any given night, good teams, because it makes for more entertaining. But I kind of like what Nelson, what you're saying is like, at some point, it's just like, dude, give me something I can make sense of here. It's almost like it's over the top. Like Ohio State and Michigan State both losing last night. It's like over the top. Well, yeah, like if referring back to that 2014-15 Badgers team, did you ever feel like they were going to lose? No. No. Like I and, know they lost at the rack against Rutgers. Which and, made that just so insane, and everyone's like, that was the most stunning loss like ever for Wisconsin sports I mean, Yes, you'd like your team to be you know world beaters and whatever, but when you have a whole conference battling it out night in and night out, and you have these close razor-sharp games, and you have Indiana who beat 11th-ranked Michigan State last night, but then you have Bucky losing to Michigan State, but then you have Purdue only holding Michigan State to 37 points, stuff like that. I know you want clear-cut favorites, but don't you like the drama? I like the organization and structure because then <laughs> I know who the Badgers should and shouldn't beat. Yeah, and then see, society needs order, Nelson. You're one of those yeah, guys that like, gets, like these movies where we, you know, with society devolves and it's, you know, you need structure in your life. I like that. So I don't get too high when they beat a number five Ohio State, I think they were at the time. And then I don't get too low when they lose to a terrible Rutgers team at the time. <laughs> Uh, 608-321-1670. We have uh, Nelly in studio because our 1960 telephone finally took a dump. So, uh, hi, who's this? Welcome to the Joe and Evo show. Oh, my God. Charlie! Charlie yeah, what's up, Yeah, dude? buddy! I thought it was going to talk to Well, you got all nah, of us, Charlie. Our, 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 two stri- our two cups and a string finally broke, Charlie. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. I, I got to be honest with y'all. I, I, I I'm listening. That's why they must say it over the airwaves. This, I, what? Don't don't I say anything. Don't interrupt him. He's he's, he's, he's going to say something big here. Go ahead, Charlie. I've been broken homeless for three summers and 100 days. That's why I went to Naples. Gain it all. Um, well, look, you got an apartment well, now, Charlie. You're doing well. And you're drinking ice house at six in the morning, living your best life. Yeah, thank you. It's like it's not been a whole. Ball wax. I um, to be pays my housing, and uh, I. Wow, I, I, I you put me right through to y'all. Yeah, well, I'm Nelson's Nelson's equipment over here took a little dump, Charlie. So yeah. he had to come into the studio for a bit. Yeah, the well, string between I, the two cans finally. Uh, the, yeah. the string was weathered, Charlie, and the string snapped. I, I would like to. Rumor is one of the interns accidentally cut it with the scissors. <laughs> Wait, interns? We still have those? Yeah, well, they don't know what they're doing. They'll be back this summer. They never realized that they they were let go. Can't wait for summer. And Green Bay next year, we're going to be, we lost. We're going to the Super Bowl in 2021, right, Chuck? Yeah. Oh, I like that, Chuck. That's on him again. Uh, hey Charlie, are you? Uh, and we're trying to answer this question for Badger basketball. Sure. Do you like structure in your life, like define, you know, uh, oh, norms, oh, or do you oh. like chaos? Because the Big Ten basketball is like chaos. We're wondering, should it be more structured? What What say you? Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I like the, I like the teams. 
super competitive. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, right, Nelson? I used to go to the field house for a game. Oh, wasn't that the best? That's how old I am, that darn barn. Wasn't it the best, Charlie, when you go to the upper deck and you'd spill a Coke and it would just rain Coke down on people below oh, you? Yeah. Do you think Charlie's we, ever spilled a Coke? Get, no. I only no, because this had brandy in it. Before going to Copper Grid. Oh, yeah. Copper Grid. I love the Copper Grid, oh, Charlie. Oh, God. I probably met y'all there, and I didn't even know y'all. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably Nelson the most, yeah. Hey, oh, you probably, but, you probably ran into Nelson at the whatever bar, Charlie. The whatever bar. Yeah, I probably met him there, too. Yep. <laughs> at, at least I know you Danny Aberg or whatever his last name is. Danny Cunningham? Is he coming back? Huh? Yeah, huh? Danny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he could be with you. You guys could pull. He's looking for a gig, too. Eight ball, side pocket. <laughs> if I, That's Pool Q Kid. Pool Q. Hey, there you go. New nickname, Pool Q Johnson. Mothball Johnson and having a cold beer if it kills me. Goodbye. Bye, Charlie. Get the cook out. Might need to get those phones fixed, Nelson. I can't take any more cold calls from <laughs> oh, that was a, that was the most. Yeah, who's this? Oh, brothers. All right, 608-321-1670. Uh, we'll put that poll in the field. Do you like uh, structure with your teams or do you like chaos? I.e., 2014 Badgers, you know, we knew they were going to be good. 2020 Badgers, this, who knows? I got nothing for I have for a you. question really quick. Yeah. So, Nelson, I know the phone's broken right now. Does Charlie call like that how many times a day to you? Does he do that every day? Ooh, it depends on probably how much he's been drinking, but uh, day like today, probably about three. You got personal there. Hell yeah. Nelson awesome. knows his whole life story. You could write Thank a book you, on him. Love you, brother. Where's Trevor at? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the engineer? It says on that equipment box 24 7. See if we can put that to the test. <laughs> yeah. Man, are you fired up, Nelson? About you know, what, did, what did we see on Twitch, Evo? Someone oh, yeah. shared their, or someone had a birthday. By the yeah. way, happy birthday. By the Who way, uh, we're also all on Twitch, streaming, obviously. Just search an Evo says or Joan Evo show. Borderlands Bucks fan. Happy birthday, ha- Borderlands Bucks Happy fans. birthday. And he also says, I'm honored to share my birthday with a piece of Joe and Evo show history. I love the new edition. The Blood Bank Special. Yeah, so you guys, if you missed it in the Daily Action Zone, I used the first ever Blood Bank Special on Bucks Hornets over today. Uh, Nelson asked during the break, what's the Blood Bank Special? So here's the thing. Uh, it is it's not at the level of lock of the week where we had some trouble and I had to get 10 in a row right yeah. uh, earlier this season to get my locks back. This is just your super confident, you know, when you go to a bank, you know, you go to, you got to feel pretty confident at the Blood Bank, right? I mean... That, that's not, needles. Right, it's needles. So it's like, I feel extremely confident. I feel like I'm giving you my blood here. So, you know, it's not quite my lock of the week, but it is. I'm going to take you to the bank. To the blood bank. Take it to the bank. Joe's Blood Bank Special. So oh. we're, it's our first ever Blood Bank Chills. Special. Chills. You know, there'll be locks again. Of course. Uh, I, you know, we just, we, we maybe were a little cavalier. Uh, the three of us with our locks uh, early in the football season, and it kind of came back and bit us in the ass. Well, so we're gonna we're gonna be a little. You don't hey, talk I, about your losses, though. I hit my lock of the year. <laughs> yeah, well, we had to go. Ebo was so far into it, he was down to like lock of the millennium. Or I have something. the lock of the galactic or, year, which is lock like lock of the epoch or the yeah, era. The epoch and the galactic year. <laughs> I still have my galactic year. I still have my epoch, and I have a couple other ones. I wrote it down because I couldn't remember them. But yeah, the lock, the lock of the galactic year, that's uh, 250 million years. 
So that's how long a galactic year is. Nelson, what did you think of the blood bank, though? Hey, you're a gambling guy. Can you subscribe to the blood bank, Nelson? Yeah, I just had to know what it what exactly it meant. Does that do you, does that make sense? So it's almost a lock. It's not the lock of the week. It's it's a step below lock. It's so it's a blood bank because your lock it's a guarantee. Yeah, it's the same. When I say it's my Joe's lock of the week, I'm guaranteeing that this bet can't lose. I'm saying the blood bank. I'm not guaranteeing. And I'm just this understand? is as, this is as confident of a bet short of a lock as I can give you. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> do you, you understand the words that are coming out of his mouth? You understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I love it, dude. Chills. Okay, history was made at Joni Bo Show. Speaking of words coming out of your mouth, we have this Twitter poll up, and I think to best explain our Twitter poll, I can I can only say it like this way. Chaos. Oh, oh, it 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 uh, simply uh, deals with uh, predictability and complex systems. The shorthand is the the butterfly effect. A butterfly can flap its wings in Peking and Central Park. You get rain instead of sunshine. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and then I go too fast. I go too fast. I did a flyby. No, give me, give me that big glass of water. I'll show. We're going to conduct an experiment. It should be still. The car's bouncing up and down, but that's okay. It's just an example. Now, put your hand flat, like a hieroglyphic. Then, now, let's say a drop of water falls in your hand. Which way is the drop going to roll off? Over which finger or over the thumb? Or the other? Thumb. Let's see. Aha. Okay. Okay. Now freeze your hand. Freeze your hand. Don't move. I'm going to do the same thing. Start with the same. Same place again. Right. Which way is going to roll off? Let's say back. Same way. Same way. Same back. There we go. Pay t- Are you listening, Nelson? This is it. Why? Because tiny variations, uh, the, the orientation of the hairs on your hands. Hey, Alan, look at this. Um, the amount of blood distending your vessels, imperfections in the skin. Imperfections in the skin? Microscopic, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. microscopic. Uh-huh. And never repeat and vastly affect the outcome. That's what? Unpredictability. All right. See? Chaos theory. It's the chaos That's theory. what we have Un- right now. Thank you, predictability. Dr. Unpredictability. The question today on Twitter, would you rather have, we're using Big Ten basketball, but it could be any league. It could be this past Packer season. It could be next year's Badger basket, Badger football season. It could be the rest of the Bucks. Do you prefer Dr. Malcolm's chaos theory, mm-hmm. where everything's unpredictable like this Big Ten basketball season, or do you like order in watching your sports? Do you like the idea that, there's going to be, you know, it's always going to be the Patriots or it's always going to be Golden State or it's always going to be Ohio State. It's always going to be Alabama. Do you like defined order in sports or do you like what we have right now in Big Ten now, basketball chaos? I theory? noticed, you know, what Chad just called in and you guys are talking about how you like your order. You like knowing that things are going to happen. You like knowing that Wisconsin can go out there in basketball like in 2014-15 and just win games and make the Final Four. You like the yeah, order, right? That's the order version so, of this. This was just announced yesterday. Wisconsin basketball this year on February 9th is going to wear throwback jerseys when they play Ohio State. And the throwback jerseys they're going to wear is of the 2000 Final Four Wisconsin basketball team. If there was order in that season, That's a great point, we Evo. would never be talking about the 2000 Final Four Wisconsin yep. basketball team. We never would be talking about them, the Wisconsin basketball team this year, wearing the throwbacks Correct. because there was chaos. Absolutely. And I know we did a poll uh, a week or two ago, what was like the biggest wow moment for Wisconsin sports, and what won? Two thousand Final Four. What was the two thousand Final Four? That's if a there great w- point. wasn't chaos, we wouldn't have that to, to celebrate. They had chaos theory. They were an underdog in all four games: Fresno State, Arizona, LSU, Purdue. It was chaos theory that entire bracket? No, that's the antithesis. the The, the counter to that is two thousand fourteen and fifteen back to back Final Fours 
where they were the one or the two seed and they were expected to be in the final four. And the chaos theory would have been Wisconsin not being yep. in the final four. But you're right. Without chaos theory, there isn't a 2000 final four. All right, 608 1670. Okay, so by the way, Ebo, happy to know Man. your chaos theory is winning right now. The Twitter poll, would you rather have order or chaos when you're watching your team or your sport? Uh, because right now, Big Ten basketball, you saw it again last night. Indiana knocks off the number one team in Michigan State. Ohio State at one point was ranked second in the country. They've lost their six of their last seven. They lose at home to Minnesota, who's mm. very mm-hmm. average this year. Uh, Wisconsin's all over the map. They could win, lose any night. Uh, it is chaos theory in Big Ten basketball this year. And Malcolm X, Malcolm X, Dr. Malcolm is smiling ear to ear, man. Um, <laughs> right but now, no, dude, the chaos is, I know Wisconsin has suffered a lot of losses when it comes to order. And you don't you want the chaos? Like, look at Wisconsin football. How many of those losses are they suffered with order? All of them. I mean, the ones that matter, like, like the Ohio State. The Ohio like State that's State order. Yeah. Don't you want chaos? You want chaos. Well, the but the, but you would have needed order for that game. Right? If it was chaos, sir. I suppose they were twelve and all. I was going to say, like, if Ohio State had been upset and it was, oh, I don't know, pick a middle of the pack. If it was Maryland playing Wisconsin in that Big Ten championship game. Do you still get into the college football playoff? So does chaos, you know, hurt you? Because then the committee would have said, dude, they beat Maryland to get in. If Wisconsin had beat Ohio State in that game, that's the order because you needed to have a signature win against a highly ranked Ohio State team. So, you know, does chaos help? If Wisconsin wins the Big Ten West next year and they go 11-1, and but they play in the Big Ten championship game against a 9-3 and Indiana team, that's chaos theory. That beating a nine and three Indiana team in the Big Ten championship game isn't going to get you to the college football playoff. You need to play and beat a twelve and zero Ohio State. So you chaos theory isn't going to get you where you need to be. Yeah, and chaos theory would only get three SEC teams in the Final Four, <laughs> right? Well, he's, I mean, ain't that wrong? So it goes both. But Ebo, I don't know Nelson, but then Ebo brings up the two thousand Final Four. Maybe that's, that's the, the great iconic. comeback of where that whole bracket was busted. You had two eight seeds. No one thought you had they'd a win. nine seed. You had a five seed in that Final Four. That was chaos theory, and Wisconsin cashed in and said, "Look, all the top teams are losing. It was awesome. Why not us?" And there was Wisconsin in its first Final Four and we in still seven talk years. Talk about it to this day in the run. Throwbacks well, it may be the great, You know, I, I think it's right up there as the greatest accomplishment you know in Wisconsin sports history. Right? Well, we did a poll on it. Well, we have the smartest listeners, right. don't we, Nelson? You just heard Scott. We got the smartest <laughs> listeners, don't we? Uh, we voted in that poll. Oh, 2000 Final Four won with the smartest listeners. There, how about this? I didn't vote for that one. By the way, uh, we better get yeah, that thing Yeah, I was just going to remind you, D-bag time. Heads up battle. Uh, we'll get we to still that got here AG here. He loves it. In just a moment. Uh, you know, and then, then before you know it, summer's here, and then then we're back talking yep. to our guy. We've got yep. a big draft uh, event we're working on with him on and some others, so it's all going to be good. It's all, it's all good, baby. It's trying to ease attention, just baby. Ease attention. Uh, all right, here we go. I just made the list! Heads up. I love heads up battles for this week's D-Bag Supremacy. Uh, go back to a Tuesday, Monday night. What a just bizarre scene. Malice in the Palace round two, this time on the college court. Kansas playing Kansas State. Uh, three seconds left. The Jayhawks, the game's over. Kansas is dribbling it out. A Kansas State player steals a basketball from a Kansas player while he's trying to dribble out the game. He throws down a dunk, gets blocked from behind, then the dreaded, we've talked about it with Amon Ebo many times, the dreaded standover of a player 
which never goes over well. The standing over of a player results in a brawl, results in chairs and stools being picked up as weapons. Um, It was an ugly scene for everybody involved. I think there wasn't a harpoon. Um, (laughs) Some have been suspended immediately or indefinitely. Uh, So, you know, we could have picked players or individuals or teams. We just put the whole thing up as one entity. Or a trident, I should say, Miller, actually. So I stabbed a guy in the heart with a trident. So the entire, uh, the entire Kansas-Kansas State brawl, guess what? You just made the list! <laughs> uh, Amon's still hanging out. What did you think? Did you see that, Amon? And where yes. would that rank? It? What, uh, have you ever been? Where, uh, not that it's, you no, were involved in it, guy. but has there ever been a brawl on a field that you that a team you played on was involved in? Uh, let me think. Thinking back all the way to Little League, too. <laughs> I'd love to see a Little League brawl. No, I have not. I've been in... Pushing, shoving. I've been in practice and training camp in Green Bay. You know where the tensions get low. Yeah, what's that tired. like? Are your teammates and you're like like biting <clears throat> each other? It's like just the dumbest thing to watch <laughs> because it's like you got helmets on and you're going to try to punch somebody with a metal. I face never mask understood and hard that plastic. Um, but to a game, no. Um, watching this situation happen unfold and it was like wow. And to hear some of the conversation, like your conversation, watching guys on other networks talk about. <clears throat> What should have happened? Who should have got suspended? I was like, for one, let the powers that be review the video. Um, yes, I don't like the standover. I mean, you already blocked the shot. I mean, you, you, don't you guys are guy's alpha face. males. You're right. bulls. True. You're the best of the true. best. You got egos. You got and you, sh- and you should. <laughs> You're the best on the planet at what you do. If someone is standing over me. I'm I'm out of my mind. Yeah, I I would not yeah, but I would not know. go quietly into that good night. I might do a little shove back, like dude. Yeah, I wouldn't pick up a stool. That's you gotta extreme. know the stage you're on and what? where you're at and how you need to act in that situation. I saw a lot of people around here, Amon, want to cock back and just lay into Nelson sometimes after <laughs> the things he says. But we contain ourselves. One could argue Nelson almost laid into you last week during yeah, a commercial yeah, break. But we contained relatively contained ourselves. Right, and you have to do that. You can't. <laughs> Just jump to conclusion, get all emotional, and be like, "Oh, indefinite suspension." I'm like, "Wait a minute, these kids are students. Are students? Remember, they're students too." Yeah, yeah. It was um, a bizarre scene. So, wait. so they have to go and work on their majors. So you can't just say, "Oh, this, you know, suspend them all." No, look, review yeah. the film, yeah. and then accordingly lay down the earned punishment because there's punishments that's going to get earned. Yeah, you fights know, are fights, anything, but the, the, when you pick up the stool, because I mean, literally, you <laughs> can you can dim a guy's like, summer yeah. slam. If you watch yeah. the return, if you watch the video, as you as he picked it up, he it kind of it clicked in. He's like he dropped it. Maybe he, like, he was he just was trying like, to. Where? Maybe he was out of place, and he was trying to reposition it for someone that was sitting no, there. No, he was about to hit. He was trying to go off the top rope. Okay, like Happy Gilmore so, finds that rake. He didn't throw it, in the woods. He didn't he just, break it. He was it trying was to return it to nature. I'll be honest. It looked like WWF when I was growing up, but. It clicked as he was going over his head with the chair. It clicked. Okay, I need to drop. I'm no. I have a chair it's over like my head. When keeping it real goes wrong, and he's and, 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 and it clicked. Head. And you saw him drop it, and because <laughs> I know other networks, they were saying, "Oh, a court snatched it from him." No, the player actually realized. Okay, I'm a little too far here. I got a chair over my head in a basketball game. Let me drop this chair, but I'm gonna just throw punches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> At least he recognized that. Yeah. It came. I'll just drop his, a couple haymakers. A, a moment of clarity clicked in his head. It's like I need to drop this chair. I'll, it's bad enough I'm already throwing punches. So yeah. let me put the chair. Let me, down. let me drop this chair, but then drop this dude with my fist. <laughs> exactly. But he, so yeah, lay. Don't let emotion come into it. Look at the film. You know, unemotionally, let everything settle, and then you could. There's there's punishment to hand out. 
I want I want the players because the punishment will teach the players to check their emotions. Yeah. To so, deal with the standover. Yeah. Because even a player that was at the bottom of that standover, he was involved. Yeah. The player on top will learn. I can't do that. Yeah. I can't stand over a guy. I already humiliated yeah. him. I blocked his but shot. There's option one for right. D Big. Now who's the who's the so other? So that's contestant? option one. And then the other in our heads up battle. Uh, we've had the this entity in our crosshairs for many years. It's like the. Uh, I like how you say entity. Yeah. It's <laughs> like the, uh, the the clowns over at Edgewood. We've had this this property in our crosshairs for years, and it's always good when we can get them. And I'm talking about the Baseball Writer Hall of Fame, oh who my God. is a regular. AP, huh? Oh man, they're AP, a regular huh? uh, entry into the Ultimate D Bag bracket. If it's not disrespecting Craig Council, if it's not disrespecting Lorenzo Kane <clears throat> as a Gold Glove or Craig Council's manager there, it's the Hall of Fame. And we had two for one this week, Amon. Uh, first, Derek Jeter not being unanimous. I mean, in, in, to be left off ballots in what universe? Is Derek Jeter not a Hall of Famer? These these fat old white guys that think they're the moral compass of sports that want to say, well, I'm not putting him in unanimously just because is so stupid. So that's point A. And then point B, the continued wanting to pretend like the steroid era didn't exist when every baseball writer and every baseball entity New. was making money and fame and coverage covering Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds and then now to just pretend like they don't exist. So hypocritical. You made your profession covering Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Roger Clemens. Now you want to pretend like they don't exist? Give me a break. Baseball yeah. writers of America. You just made the list! I, I, I have to agree on that because as I'm everybody was doing steroids Amon. Exactly. how can you determine who should be in it you just exactly. put an asterisk by it say it was part of the steroid era of course Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame of course Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame of course Kurt Schilling should be in the Hall of Fame it's absolutely ridiculous yeah, mind-numbingly stupid yeah we had a um a moment here when I talked about last year with uh what was it Jerry Kramer? No, yeah, Jerry Kramer. Jerry Kramer. Also mind-numbingly stupid. It took him so long to get where he's gotten into the NFL Hall of Fame last year. We're going to see. I, because see, he yeah. he disrespected a reporter from like 1960. So stupid. That was <laughs> Who do these reporters Texas think they are? That kept him out for so yeah, long. It's ridiculous. So, Unbelievable. We'll see with Leroy Butler last week. We talked about it last week. I'm, on. I'm very cynical. I hope Leroy gets in. Uh, Mike uh, Holmgren didn't get in. He should be in. Obviously, Leroy Butler should be in, so we'll see. But I can't stand the Hall of Fame voters. So there you go, Ebo. Yeah. Put it up. It's up. Baseball Writers of America versus the Kansas-Kansas State Pro. That's on Twitter, right? Yes, sir. I'm definitely telling you. All right, yes, uh, Zach, welcome to the Joe and Ebo Show. It's not just the Baseball Writers of America. For Derek Jeter, it was one guy. It was Dave Williams from Barstool Sports that did not Vote for oh, Jeter. Nelson, your little nerds at Barstool did it. Unbelievable. No, I, thought no, that was a, I thought that was a fake for some reason. No, this, here's here's his ballot. Are you ready for this? He voted for Jose Valverde, Paul Canerco, and Josh Beckett, but hmm. did not vote for Schilling and did not vote for Jeter. Well, that's just barstool. They, that's like when Dan. Yeah, but Zach, that, that's like when Dan Lebetard sold his ballot to Deadspin just to make a point. That barstool, they're just shock factor. There's you... such there's such clowns over there, and <laughs> I agree. It, I mean, now everybody's going to talk about how Pete Rose needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Look, going going back to the '80s, um, 
the uh, the commissioner at the time, um, uh, Giamatti, right? Yeah. It was uh, Giamatti uh, said that he, Pete Rose was going to be banned for life. Now, the instant Pete Rose dies... He's going in. He's going into the Hall of Fame. 100%. Guaranteed. Guaranteed that he's going in. But while he's alive, he's not going to go in. And, and we already know that. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're, you're spot on with the steroid era. How everybody over, you know, everybody turned a blind eye, including Bud Selig. And I know he's a Milwaukee guy and, you know, he owned the Brewers and everything. But he did turn a blind eye to the steroid era. But you have to... You have to vote for these guys because it's part. It was part of the game. Yeah. No. Just I, like we've had this conversation before with the amphetamines in the seventies. It, it it was part of the game. You can't embrace dismiss an entire era. Otherwise, you're dismissing the entire sixties and seventies of the great players that were that it openly, admittedly took amphetamine it's absolutely it's ridiculous Zach, embrace your history good or bad yeah no thank you zach i appreciate you you're you're 100 right great points thanks for the phone call and they they everyone profited these writers the teams the league everybody profited from the great home run chase and the record that the you know bonds chasing hank aaron and sosa mcguire chasing roger maris it captured the nation it was the story of the era and now to just pretend like it didn't exist yeah. is so hypocritical. You can learn from it's a learning experience. That's why you don't just wash it over and, and, and say it never happened. You you embrace your history and you learn from your mistakes. That's I mean it's simple. Baseball loves history, right? Yeah. More than so any other sport. Six oh eight three two one sixteen seventy. Chad, welcome to the Joe Nebo show. Good morning, boys. What's good? What's good? What's happening? Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can go for some hey, right now. So- yeah, so uh, I'm probably not going to be able to do that, though, because we have a chili contest at our office today, so I got a huge instant really? pot of, of chili next to me in the car. But let me – let me. this is what bothers me more than anything else about uh, the, the hypocrites that do this voting or the Hall of Fames themselves. The Baseball Hall of Fame in particular, if you just crack open any history book, the, the Hall of Fame is littered with any number of racist people that beat up their wives, cheated on their wives, and all that. Apparently, they don't have a problem with that. But ga- but gambling, which, as you well know, is a, 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 a sore point with me. Gambling is the one sin that's unforgivable. And to have Pete Rose, who's the all-time hits leader, sitting on the sideline, after he finally did admit, yes, I did do it, just to me, it, it basically means that the Hall of Fame is, it's, you're only a Hall of Famer if you played the game the way we thought it was okay. And they seem to be okay with some of the things that Kirby Puckett did, or Cap Anson did in his time. So, to me, it's really more more or less a, a fake Hall of Fame than anything else until people like Bonds and Rose are actually in there. I mean, these are the guys at the top of the statistical category. Put an asterisk by their name. Do whatever you need to do, but get them in there. Well, I don't even think you need to put an asterisk by their name. Yeah. Everyone knows. Just yeah. put them in. I, I'm Chad, spot on. Zach, before, thanks for the call, yeah. brother. Enjoy spot the chili. On. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, it's, it's hypocritical. I'm voting for the baseball writers. You guys have uh, convinced me. <laughs> Another first ballot Hall of Famer in the Gambling Hall of Fame. It's our buddy Raphael from my bookie. Morning, Raph. Morning. How's it going, guys? Raphael. Uh, you know, bittersweet. We just said goodbye to Amon Green for the last time for this season. You know, kind of ends the Packers season officially. So a little bit bittersweet, but it's always good, Raphael, to uh, to get back into it with uh, sports gambling. So I appreciate you, brother. Why can't Amon Green cover uh, Brewers and Bucks? 
Uh, well, I mean, we I, haven't asked, I guess. I guess we've never asked, Raph. That's a good question. I've listened to him. He he can hold himself on with talking about the Bucks. I listen to you guys all the time, so he can hold himself. Raph, we, we love you, bro. We appreciate your yeah. ear holes, man. Thank hey, you. there's a lot, Raphael. I'm glad you're here. Um, we have our Badger Insider. We call him Mr. Two Segment because usually we have so much Badger info. I'm going to tell you because we only have a couple minutes here. I'm going to make Raphael Mr. Two Segment yeah, today. Can you, can you hold on right over just, you. To, just to ask? Just for you guys only. Okay. Uh, and, well, and this, Raphael, we have this promotion running with my bookie right now through the Super Bowl that if folks go to your amazing website, mybookie.ag, and use the promo code radio, you guys are going to match their deposit up to 500 bucks. I saw it firsthand on Sunday for the NFC Championship game at a party I was at. It was awesome. I had a buddy put in 100 bucks. There it was, $100 bonus cash from my bookie. Yep. Use the promo code radio. Radio. What a sick deal that you guys are running right Again, now. Again, radio. <laughs> I know. I mean, they're, they're, they're telling me they want me to try and do 700 prop bets this year to break our record of wow. last year. So, uh, Will you send your own prop bet on yourself? I know. Uh, yes, I would bet the yes would probably be minus $3 because that's all I've been doing for the past uh, four days. So, oh, I take that back. I had to do Zion prop bets uh, the other day, but it's been all Super Bowl ball right now. Raphael, um, how did you guys do when it come to the Cowboy-McGregor fight? Uh, really, really good. Needed that one. I needed Donald Cowboys Throne to lose because all that money came in late on him. And that big upset with uh, um, uh, Barber, the female that lost, that she was, uh, I think, minus 1,300. That was a big win for us because that wiped out a lot of parlay. So we had a really good UFC 246. Hey, speaking of prop bets, Raphael, and obviously I do want to hold you over and talk Badgers and Bucks, a big day of basketball here in our state. But speaking of prop bets, we were talking about this earlier, and I wonder if they're out on my bookie. If not, when they will be. The prop bets on where Tom Brady goes, because there's a rumor picking up steam that the Bears may be a player. Obviously, with us here in Packer country, would certainly make make uh, things interesting with Rodgers and Brady in the same division. Are there Tom Brady prop bets? If not, when will they be there? And what do you think they look like, would look like? Oh. Of course there's Brady prop bets. What team? Uh, the New England's minus $2 is a favorite. Chargers 2-1. to one. Uh, The Raiders are 7-1. to one. Got a lot of tickets with the Raiders uh, after that one. Bears are 16-1. There's no way he goes to Chicago. I think it's only three teams possible. New England, Chargers, Raiders. Those are the only three I see him going. Then will Tom Brady be in the New England uh, uh, roster next year? Yes or no? Yes is minus $2. Well, you're there in Vegas. What a splash. You've got about 30 seconds, Raphael. Would that be the biggest splash hire? New city, new franchise, Vegas, and Tom Brady? If you want to sell tickets to, to an empty stadium because the Raiders team is probably not going to be that good, that's what you need. That would be the greatest story of the NFL season, Tom Brady in uh, Vegas. All right, hang on, Raph. We're going to come back. We got to take advantage of this great promo from my bookie, so let's make some money. Let's do it. We got a Badger game tonight. We got a buck game this afternoon, and I got to ask Raphael our question about chaos theory yes. in the Big Ten. And Raphael, there's some good bets. I obviously want to get to the Badger and Buck game today, but as a whole, we were talking about this earlier today. The Big Ten Basketball Conference is its best version of Dr. Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park and Chaos Theory, where life finds a way because last night again. You have Ohio State lose at home, Michigan State lose. I can't get a read on this conference. Is As a handicapper, do you, like, you love or hate this Big Ten conference because it's so up and down every night? It's just college basketball in general, but you would have to probably circle uh, Big Ten and the Pac-12. It's just conferences that you just can't take an advantage of. I mean, UCLA winning on a road yesterday. You talked about what happened yesterday in the Big Ten. 
I mean, Wisconsin can easily win this road game today and throw in another wrench. It's just the way college basketball is going. I can't remember the last time I could look at the standings and see maybe 10 teams that can cut down the net and win a national championship this year. It's crazy so far what college basketball has produced. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's one of those where if anybody gets more than two Final Four teams on their bracket, Raphael, I'll tell you this, they're lying because this is going to be absolutely the Wild West when March Madness comes, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what, like I said, it's just complete, complete uh, madness. Who would have thought, like, Marquette being 14-5? and five? Who would have thought San Diego State being perfect right now, have not even tasted a loss? All right, so let's go to tonight, Raph. Uh, the Badgers uh, getting four on the road. You said it. I mean, look, they've gone on the road beating ranked teams, Ohio State, Penn State. Then they've looked bad at, at, at times. I mean, talk about a Jekyll and Hyde team, but producing the exact same boat. They beat Michigan State by 30, and then they blow a 20-point lead at home to, to Illinois. So how do you handicap this game tonight? I, I, I'm looking to play Wisconsin on this one just because Purdue has not covered games their last 10 games. They've only cashed three tickets. So I'm waiting to see if this number continues to come out because betters will bet Big Ten home teams like there's no tomorrow. It doesn't matter who they're playing. They're always going to bet the home team. So if I can get maybe five or high, I'm looking to take the Badgers, but I want more points. Well, and you'll like this, Raph. I know you've been a great friend and great for, part of the show for many years. Nelson's, yeah, Mount, no, Mount, Nelson's Mount Notice started with Greg Gard. Greg Gard comes off Nelson's Mount Notice tonight if the Badgers win. That's huge. Uh, interesting. It's huge. And don't forget, Purdue has lost back-to-back games in their last <laughs> home game. They lost to Illinois by double digits. Yeah, dude. Raphael, the Big Ten is like, I don't know, how how do you even go about putting lines out for it? It's just maddening, I feel like. Uh, you know what? The late, I think the last two weeks, the Big Ten, more dog money has come in than favorite money. And, and, and it should be that way because you have no you have better shots of winning on underdogs than you do on uh, favorites. Hey, Rhett, let me ask you about the Pro Bowl coming up. Do you guys How do you guys go about like doing stuff for the Pro Bowl when you have no idea what the hell is going to happen? I hand off all All Stars festivities to uh, to my other odds maker, David Strauss. That, that's I how you do it, Raphael. You say, I you don't deal mess with around. It. I don't mess around. All All Star games to me is a, a mini vacation. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there, Raphael from my bookie, uh, joining us on the program. All right, Raphael, um, you, you you probably have it, or maybe you don't, but I'm sure some of the business, you know, you have the lock of the week, right? And we have our our lock of the week, and you know, if I if I just feel deep down, there's no uh, no doubt about it. I go with my lock of the week, but I needed something not quite at the lock. So I want to play this for you, and then I'm gonna tell you my bet for what I use. This we brought, we debuted the uh, blood bank special today. Check it out. I'm gonna take you to the bank, to the blood bank. Take it to the bank, Joe's blood bank special. So Could what do you, you that, think, Raph? Raphael? The blood bank special. Are you a fan? Uh, not really, but it, it should be interesting. I mean, Ref, I mean, that sounded phenomenal. Come on, bro. I, I was expecting, a, I was expecting something totally different. When you said that, I'm like, okay, this is going to be interesting. And yeah. so, yeah, it, it's interesting. That one. I, I, I'll accept it. Okay, okay. I'll take it. Well, here it is. My first, my debut of the Blood Bank special, <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks, Charlotte Hornets over 219. <laughs> the Bucks are a covering machine on the over. Charlotte's terrible. Bucks have covered their last five against uh, overs against teams with sub five hundred records. Blood Bank special today, Raphael. Bucks Hornets over. What say you? Uh, I have right now on my notes to talk about you guys. And if you ask me what my uh, good play today was, the same thing in Paris. 
Last eight meetings between these two teams, six of them have gone over. Why is this total not 222? Did no one watch TNT basketball last night when both was 130s with the most popular score yesterday in the NBA? The Bucks will put up 130-plus points tonight. I love it. And what do you think? I mean, I'm, I'm, a kiss. I'm, and I'm tempted to right go now? 13 and a half and just do a nice little two-team Buck uh, minus 13 parlay over. Do you, do you, is there value in 13? I mean, I think the best bet – is the over, but do you like Milwaukee at 13 and a half? If you're going to bet the Milwaukee, I say hurry up and bet it because this one will move up to 14. We'll not be shocked if we even see 15 because all the money's coming in on Milwaukee. I would just stay with the total. I think the total has better value because, again, the Bucks best the best offense in the East, best offense at times. The best in the team in the NBA, NBA, Raphael. Hey, I saw yep. this too. Speaking of prop bets, Raphael, I saw that you guys, uh, you tweeted this out the other day. Uh, you can already bet, you know, finals matchups. Do you think the most likely final? I know the Clippers have, have kind of made a, a rally here as of late, but is is the best money still coming in on a Milwaukee Laker NBA final? Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 what the public wants to see. It's what the the, the media will probably uh, wet their pants if that's the case. Because uh, let's face it, LeBron versus the Greek Freak in the uh, seven game series. You know that will go seven games. Uh, that'd be a great NBA TV. Hey, Raphael, with the Super Bowl coming up. And you said you wanted to do, what, over 700 prop bets for the year? How many prop bets do you do for the Super Bowl, like if you can ballpark it? Oh, no, this is I'm talking about 700 prop bets for the Super Bowl in general. Oh, last, year did, last year, I think we did 575, I think it was the final total. Uh, so we're, we're trying for a 700. Just did a whole bunch of commercial prop bets yesterday. Uh, that's all I'll be doing all day today was more prop bets. Do you get advanced screenings of the commercials or anything? Uh, no, but I, so last year I got a couple feelers out there on which one was going to be the first one. Uh, I got a couple ones this year so far, but nothing uh, uh, nothing okay. that's going to change a betting number. Hey, we'll have you back here, Raphael, obviously next Friday for all the Super Bowl bets. Is there one early? Because, of course, our guy Nelly says he's already scouring the, the, the World Wide Web for prop bets. Is there one that you would say get in on early, uh, whether it's the money moves or the yardage moves or the point total moves is that you like a lot to get in early? I'm going to say take uh, completion, San Francisco, uh, Jimmy G's uh, uh, completions. I'm going to say take the over 18 and a half. There is some 17 and a half out there because I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. If that's going to be a high-scoring game, that means Jimmy G's going to have to be throwing, not handing the ball off. I think we're going to see a lot of passing yards and passing completions from Jimmy G. Uh, Raphael, from my bookie, final thought. Raph, anything else on your uh, big board, whether it's a college or NBA basketball, that you like this weekend? Uh, your Bucks are in Paris. The two oh five game here. Sit back and watch a lot of points being scored and cash that over ticket. Love it. I love it. And again, my bookie, the promo code radio, a hundred percent matching deposit up to five hundred bucks. Raphael, just do me a favor. Sleep on the blood bank special before you Dude, come, you don't back come around to it. Sleep come on, on the Raphael. blood bank special. All right, brother. I don't like needles and blood. That's probably why I don't like it. <laughs> well, it's Steven Seagal singing, man. Yeah. He's a neck snapper. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you, pal. There he is, Raphael. My bookie likes the over, likes Milwaukee. It's a Wisconsin three-step. He likes Bucky plus the four tonight. Let me ask you, RJ. Would you rather have chaos theory like we're seeing in the Big Ten this year where any given night a team can win, or would you rather have defined order where you have a Wisconsin, a Michigan State, maybe throwing a Michigan the top three teams, and you have the haves and the have-nots? Which better suits you? Chaos. You like chaos? Well, in the long run, it 
chaos normally helps Wisconsin sports. <laughs> That's a good. And RJ, I said this: Wisconsin is going to against Ohio State when Ohio State comes to the Kohl Center, where their throwback uniforms to honor the 2000 Final Four team. If there's no chaos, we don't have the 2000 Final Four team. Yeah, that's. I mean, for the most part, and that's like what that's iconic. I mean, think of like when Wisconsin had a down season in football, and the reason they got to the Big Ten championship game is because uh, gold pants were given for tattoos, and a team was banned for postseason play because of a former defensive coordinator. Uh, having done some very heinous things off the field. Um, that's a really yeah. extreme example. But that's chaos. That, but, you're right. They were 8-5 and five and made the Rose Bowl. That's chaos. Right. That's, that that's the really, definition yeah, of chaos example. theory I mean, right there. So, but then, you, like you said, you look at the, the Final Four run from 2000. Um, you look at some of the things where, like with the Packers, I mean, uh, you had... Yancey Thigpen needed a, to get a touchdown near the end of a game for the Packers to make it into the playoffs. To uh, in there, There's just so yeah. many things that Wisconsin sports teams have been involved in where chaos has gotten them there. I just feel like you're right to an extent. Like We love the idea of March Madness because we love the frenetic, chaotic pace of round one. And who's the guy who's going to pick the North Dakota State over Michigan State game in the bracket? But once you get past the opening weekend, RJ, nobody wants to see other than Nelson and Dave from Monona, Sister Jean playing in the Sweet 16. We <laughs> well, want. We, we think we want I that. Mean, Everyone says we, that because of chaos. We found out he hates old ladies. Yeah, that was weird. Um, hates everything. I can't believe he dodged a d bag for that. By the way, <laughs> but we like it in round one, and I'm I'm with that. I love seeing you know Maryland, Baltimore County. That that was. Insane. Yeah. But nobody wants to see Maryland, Baltimore County in the final four, right? No. We want to see Duke play Kansas, play Kentucky, uh, hopefully Wisconsin, right? We, we want the Blue Bloods there at the end. We say we don't, but then when it's LeBron versus the Warriors three years in a row, the fir- the highest ratings of the TV was the third time they played. Yeah. When everybody said, oh, we're so sick of this, yet it was the (laughs) highest rated of the three. And to that, if I were to ask you, and I'm not saying it's March Madness, it's it's just a game. Would you rather watch Duke versus North Carolina or Duke versus Loyola of Chicago? Exactly. So I don't know that I do think. I'm just saying No, I'm not talking March Madness, just a game. Um, Well, in March Madness, I I don't really. I know it's in March Madness, but. I don't really care about a conference game in March Madness, so I would actually rather watch Loyola versus Duke. Stop. Okay. Like I, okay. Kentucky you versus Duke. Would you rather have Kentucky when it was Butler versus Duke? It was cute. Or would you rather have Duke be playing UCLA when they made four straight Final Fours? Wow, that's RJ. I'm on the chaos side though. No, I'm saying like ten so years or like pick, pick pick anybody. Kentucky, Kansas, I mean, yeah, Michigan State. Once you get to the, the Elite Eight, the Final Four, you'd much rather watch a on paper what's supposed to be a more competitive game. But for the most part, that first weekend, I need and want chaos. RJ, that is the biggest lie you've ever said. <laughs> oh, here what we is? go. <laughs> that you'd rather watch Loyola Chicago play Duke than Duke North Carolina. Yeah, I, I would, honestly. That is not a lie. I don't I don't care about Roy Williams. He's a horrible coach, and it's proving this year 
Doesn't he have even the said room. that. He said Does, it's the worst team he's ever coached. Right. And I'm they're not, not talking like this. They're not yeah, winning like the, because the he lost recruiting. He, he lost. He he's not a good coach. They're not winning because he lost out on the recruiting battles, and these kids can't play. Crazy how that works out. Um, but now he's got like four McDonald's All-Americans coming in next year. And, oh, my God, all of a sudden they're going to be bounced back. And this guy's a great coach. I mean, I mean um, the, the rivalry and the passion no, behind I, it. I know that. Crazy. I'm but speci- that not specifically Outside of a, a triangle and people who call themselves diehard basketball fans, I don't care about the Duke. Okay. North Carolina basketball right, rivalry. Then insert, Just rival- like, then insert whatever rivalry you'd like. I, I mean, I used to, but now that ESPN treats it like it's the only uh, thing it's where it's on two stations where you can watch the the main feed. Uh, ESPN 2 is the Duke feed. ESPN News is the North Carolina feed. Uh, over on ESPNW. I didn't know this rivalry uh, is such a topic for no, the subject. It's, for it's a great thing. topic. It's the same thing they do with Yankees Red Sox. At one point well, in annoying. time, I got interested in that. Then they just said, "Guess what? Every time they play national TV, why? I mean, I don't big care." Markets and yeah, I know what you're saying, but man, this it, is it, it gets North shoved Carolina down my throat going, too much. And when they start doing that. Then it just becomes annoying, and I don't care anymore. I'd rather listen to Roy Williams say "daggummit" a billion times than Sister Jean thrown in my face for a month. Okay, that's that's you. Ninety-year-old. You, you don't like underdogs. We get it. Uh, final thought on that. <laughs> then I obviously want to talk about uh, tonight. RJ is you know where and Ebo's right. Chaos theory benefited the two thousand Badgers. You had two nine seed, a five seed. I mean that bracket was busted. Wisconsin rises up. The opposite side of that is, okay, you know, we look at the Big Ten championship game in football two of the last three years. It's been Wisconsin-Ohio State. Had they won the game two years ago or three years ago now, we know they were going to the college football playoff. Had they won the game this year, it would have been a real interesting debate. Mm-hmm. I don't think if you play a 9-3 and three Maryland team in the Big Ten championship game because of chaos theory and the Big Ten is just busted, that Wisconsin gets into a college football playoff as opposed to beating a 12 and Ohio State. So but, it's it only goes to an extent, right? Like you right. need you need you would need Ohio State or an undefeated Penn State to be there if the Big 10 East is trash and Indiana plays in the Big 10 Championship game against against Wisconsin next but like year. What's Indiana's record at that point? You know, 10 and 2, you know, but I just don't I don't think they're going to look the committee would say Wisconsin beat 12 and Ohio State or Wisconsin beat 10 and 2 Indiana. But let's okay, so in this theory, and that's what was Wisconsin's theory, record in heading like into Like 11 that? and 1. They 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 would have gone in. See, I don't know about that. Hey. I How I, about this? I just got this update. Uh, the Athletics Jesse Temple tweets out that Bradrick Shaw has entered the transfer portal. Guess I didn't even know he was still here. Yeah, I, I thought I thought I just, he exhausted his eligibility. Wisconsin like, running back Bradrick Shaw has entered the transfer he's portal. He's older than Monty Ball. He'll be a graduate transfer. Former Wisconsin oh. linebacker Griffin yeah, Grady who left the team before the season is also in the transfer portal. Um, I, I was like, I was like, Brady. Uh, Bradrick Shaw. Bradrick Shaw's like thirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's older than our friend Monty Ball. That's what brought him. I'm like, this is confusing. Yeah, I I didn't think he had to enter the transfer portal as a grad transfer. I thought you could just. Be like, hey, I'm out. Jesse Temple, there you go. All right, All let's right. get to tonight, RJ. I'm visiting with our Badger <laughs> Insider. Um, let's get to tonight. And, and to me, this would be the schizophrenia bowl uh, because <laughs> Purdue will beat Michigan State by 30 and then lose by 20, you know, at home to Illinois <laughs> two days later. And Wisconsin 
will beat Penn State on the road and lose to New Mexico on a neutral field or neutral <laughs> court. So how do you handicap? These are the two most liked teams I think I've ever seen tonight. As yeah. far as you don't, you there's no way you can get a oh, read no, on either one of these not. teams. You just stay as far away from this game as possible, uh, especially with Wisconsin's history at Mackey Arena. Uh, what? Probably only a handful of wins in the last 30 years. So... Um, Purdue's good at home. I think they're eight and two. Yeah. Home. Well, Wisconsin's horrible at Mackey Arena. Like, yeah. just historically, I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe they have horrible facilities that you can't get up for a game for. I don't know. Never been in there. You should be self motivated, <laughs> RJ. Well, yeah. It's hard to be self motivated when <laughs> like you're like sitting on a a three legged stool that wobbles. And I like I said, I've never been in Mackey Arena, so. Uh, all so I know I, is no, you don't know that maybe they have four-legged stools. <laughs> Purdue's football locker room is seriously the size of this studio. Yeah, and then add on. Matt Bernstein the, said he shares right the story there. famously, RJ. They have one toilet, one toilet, and it doesn't have doors on it. Yeah, so you got to take uh, a dump toilet, in front of like the whole team. Two urinals. Yeah, and then and no doors. It opens the the door to the locker room opens right to the space where people can walk in and out. Oh, we Bernie had, said when we had to go to the bathroom, he'd go out like into the hallway, like into the concessions, like where fans are like buying cokes, and yeah. Bernie would go to the bathroom. They, they literally would. <laughs> wall off an area so the players could go back from the locker room to the closest bathroom and then some people somehow got in and like we caught people what? trying to steal stuff what yeah i mean like there's no <laughs> security at steal? purdue so i if that's their football facility i can only imagine what uh Mackey arena's locker rooms like so um yeah for whatever reason they just play horribly at Mackey arena and um, well, RJ, check this out, though. If Wisconsin wins tonight, which I'm hoping they do, what's Purdue favored by four points, you said, Miller? Yes. Rowdy's got to take, Nelson over here has got to take Greg yes. Gard off of Mount Notice. How about this, RJ? Does he have to take him off? Yeah, well, yeah he or said it. He if he's a man of his word, he will. Uh, we'll Nelson's hold him to man. it. Nelson's yeah. a man of his word. He'll do it. Nelson, when Nelson says he's going to do something, he doesn't. Okay. I trust him. But, RJ, I had the stat that Greg Gard has got the eighth best streak of, or winning percentage in the Big Ten, joining all time, joining Bo Ryan, yeah. Bobby, Izzo, Knight, Izzo. Bobby Knight, Gene Katie. Yeah. I mean, the, the Matt Painter was up yeah. there too. Eighth, so eighth best yeah. all time. That's, have that's we under good. have we undervalued him? I I think well, considering every other game is, I'm fi- saying is fire guard yeah. or okay, he gets one more game. Fire guard, he gets one more game. Um, He's just keeping the consistency rolling along for this Wisconsin team, and, uh, and you got those two big recruiting classes coming in the next yeah. Two years. So, um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't say undervalued him. He's doing what's expected of him, and people just can't handle that. Whether you think uh, this team should be number one in the Big Ten right now, or is lucky to be where they're at and should have like five more losses, I mean. It hasn't happened that way, and they're in the middle of the pack, still, you know, vying for a spot. Well, they'll, um, I think they'll finish fourth or better. Yeah, and they which they have for every year besides what two years ago, right? And for like twenty years, and then you had that injury season where I mean yeah. it was understandable why things weren't happening, um, but I he I feel he's a good coach. 
He's a great, he's yeah. a great coach. Well, he's clearly a great recruiter, to Ebo's point. I mean, right now they have the 20th-ranked class in 2020, number one. Now, obviously, this will change right. with one and dones. But as of right now, 2021, Wisconsin, Duke, UCLA, Ohio State, Louisville. Yeah. I mean, just to be, even if that changes and they fall 10, 15 pegs down, the fact that you get to spend a season when everyone goes to rivals or 24 seven or whatever you use and sees the motion W number one on a recruiting list, that obviously is a big deal. Oh, absolutely. And like you said, once the one and done guys start picking their schools and uh, make their intentions known, yeah, Wisconsin's going to drop down. They'll end up probably. In yeah. They'll the top, be 15. Yeah. 20. They'll still be in the top 25. And I mean, that's usually not a place Wisconsin is anyway. And um, you know, and, Wisconsin gets on some of these guys early, much like football does. And like uh, the the kid out of Michigan who's coming in uh, next year, he's like, they they made me feel wanted. They were the first team to like make me feel like I was wanted. I was needed to be there. And that's why he stuck with his commitment because they stuck with him. They saw him early. Um, when other guys, other schools like in the state of Michigan were going after those five-star guys and not even talking to him until Wisconsin threw out an offer. And then he was like, oh, now you're into me. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, Wisconsin, the kid's a four-star recruit. It's not, like he's, it's not like he's a three-star and all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, we missed on those guys. Hey, come on over. They, they went right over a four-star recruit in their own state. Um RJ, would you say that's a testament to uh, Joe Krabinoff? In in terms of of the recruiting, because I know he's one of the main recruiters for Greg Gard. Yeah, and um, he much like Greg Gard did before him. Well, I was just to say, every single guy we've ever had on the round table for the three years we've done it said they Greg Gard recruited them. Right, not one guy said. Bo Ryan's the reason I went to Wisconsin. And every now, single guy from Mike Bruzewitz to Josh Gosser said. Greg Gard's the reason I went to Wisconsin. Right. And now you start hearing these kids mention Coach Krabenhoff in that same kind of sense. So, yeah, I, I do think Krabenhoff is turning into that kind of recruiter who sees guys, knows where the Badgers might be able to develop them, knows where they might be able to fit into this system they're running, which is the swing with, you know, a little bit of up-tempo if they can – get that basket right away rather than set up and get an open basket. By the way, uh, uh, Nelly, real quick, good news for you, and then I want to get uh, back to tonight, RJ. You Remember when you took all manner of gruff for betting on Liberty over Rutgers in football? <laughs> yep. And you, you were right? Big W. How about this, RJ? Class of 2021 basketball recruiting, currently the 15th rated recruiting class, Liberty. Liberty, Ooh. Liberty, Liberty. They're ahead of teams Liberty. like USC, West Virginia, and Minnesota, they have the. Do you 15, know why that is? With Joe? how many recruits? Uh, right now, they have one four-star and one three-star. Oh, right. tell us, no. <laughs> it's what happens when you let your players have a lot of freedom. <laughs> Liberty, I get it. Well done, Nelson. All right, like so RJ, joke. as crazy as this Big Ten is, and you said that, <laughs> and I'm, I'm with wow. you. I wouldn't touch this game tonight either. Right. I love, I love Raphael, but I ain't, I ain't wager. I'm no. not wagering my hard-earned money on this game This is one I'll tonight. just watch. It doesn't need to be one that Bucky's getting to win tonight. Anything? Yeah, that's great. I'm still not staying far away. Well, here's from what it. I was gonna say. If they win tonight, they're. I mean, that's only for yeah, maybe tonight. Win beat Bucky's getting to win because they're the only Big Ten team playing tonight. Obviously on a Friday night. But if they win tonight, they are second. They are solo in second place. Yeah, I mean, there's there's I mean, they ten had that games to go uh, a week ago too, and 
blew that, but uh, yeah, it's they're they're right in the thick of things, and that's where you got to be right now and start peaking right now so you can get into February, get. RJ, to, 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 quote Dennis Reynolds, they ha- to quote Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he, they haven't even begun to peak yet. That, they're going to hit it and they're going to get it going. You don't want to peak right now. You got, you want the calendar to turn. Will and then they start peak peaking. February 9th when Ohio State comes to town and they wear their throwbacks honoring the 2000 Final Four team? Do you think those, my only question? Do you think is, those jerseys are straight fire? Do you turn no. back? Oh yeah, those things are hell sick. yeah, they're so sweet. Um, do you turn oh, back H- the yeah. clock and just start running that offense? Like slowing things oh, down even more I would than love the swing. It. I would have love a nice it. forty-five to thirty-nine win. <laughs> if you don't, you need to, you oh, can only I, shoot the ball. I with would one assume RJ, if they're bringing back the uniforms, they're bringing back the coach. I would assume Dick Bennett will be in the Cole Center oh, for this so. game. Yeah, why not let Dick Bennett just coach it for one Those night? Hopefully, are get sick. a couple of the the players back. A too, race so to they could forty. Be, be honored at halftime. I, I haven't seen any announcements of anything but the jerseys. I know you still but... got connections down there. Can you can you snag me one of those jerseys? I don't have basketball connections. Unbelievable. Yeah, sorry. Um, that would be amazing <laughs> if, in honor of the 2000 Final Four team, they wear those uniforms and they beat Ohio State like 38 to 30. <laughs> but... I mean, I need that gap outside of this state. How many people like you'll just can you imagine everybody the, grumbling? Can you imagine the four letter dorks like Dan Lebitard just losing their mind? Can anybody Wisconsin? watch this? They wore the jerseys. They didn't have to play like them. 36. Can you oh believe it? Oh, my God. I mean, yes, they really have to change their offense. And with the way Ohio State's been playing lately to win 38 to 37. No. Dude. Like that could be a realistic game. They have to. They have to regress the offense a little bit, though. So really, I mean, they just have to hope they more. don't make 18 threes in a game. Hey, uh, before <laughs> we let you go, RJ, did you see, or I guess it would be here. I guess you could see it on Twitch. Or did you hear the Mark Strobel pump up speech on Wednesday? Oh, I dude. did. Strobel's the man. Do you think it's enough to save the season? I hope so. I mean, <laughs> the team is really just. I mean, they play good for about 80 minutes, and then like. On one night, there's two periods where it just turns into, like, mush. I, I don't know how else to say it's it, but... slush, because it's on ice. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, but, you know, you start seeing some mental lapses in play and things like that, and the aggression goes away for a, a period or two, and then all of a sudden, they're digging themselves back. And uh, I'd just like to see a weekend of 120 minutes of solid play. That's, I mean, they're, that's just the, the separation here. Uh, the, the splitting, uh, is okay if you're winning, um, on occasion, but for the most part, or you're sweeping on occasion, but for the most part, you're splitting every series and you're splitting series against top 16 pairwise teams. And you're splitting series against yeah. Teams who and they apparently can't play on Friday night, so I, I don't right. know what they do to the is is Thursday. I didn't know. I haven't been at the. I, I haven't been to a State Street bar in ten years. Do they is Thirsty Thursday still a thing or something? Because they must be hung over on Fridays. <laughs> Maybe because they never win on Friday, but they never lose on Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I like I said, I don't know what it is, but uh, and Barry and Coach Strobel talked about it on Wednesday. The first ten minutes, they almost tripled uh, Michigan State in shots, and nothing. Nothing went through, you know? Um, and then on the other hand, could have been a little more out of a hand score uh, in Michigan State's favor Friday night because they had three or four uh, pucks uh, like just bang off the pipe and, and go the opposite direction. So 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but it just seems there are lapses of play where they're just seems content to let the game play and not be involved in it.